Shalom and welcome to today's installment of With All Your Heart, The Jewish Woman's Path to Experiencing Joy and Fulfillment in Love. This is your host, Hannah Deutsch from Absolutely Feminine, and I'm so happy to have you join me today to learn practical tools for building a relationship full of connection and intimacy. I am thrilled to introduce you to today's expert. Honey D. Rosengarten is a Hasidic wife, mother of four young children, number one Amazon best-selling author, and powerful motivational speaker. She teaches empowerment, self-care, and boundaries in business, love, and relationships. And her online courses have changed the trajectory of many lives. And she has now released a new book called The Boundary Is You. Honey, so nice to have you on today. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Welcome to everyone who's listening. Thank you. Thank you. So, honey, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into doing all of this amazing work? Yes. Um, it started with conversation with women. Mm-hmm. I um, I released my first book, my Amazon bestseller, Promise Me Jerusalem, and I wanted to connect to my readers. So I got on social media and I spoke about myself and my life. And as I was a person who had grown tremendously from where I started out to where I am today, those were the messages I was sharing. And women were reaching out and saying, that these were the struggles, right? We struggle with authenticity, with being able to be ourselves, with not judging ourselves, with showing up fully to relationships. And eventually these conversations were becoming so important that I wanted to share what I've learned. And I created this um, course and coaching and I started speaking out on it. Beautiful. Wow. And that growth process that you're saying, and it's so true how so much of any of this type of work that we do with women, it almost always is mirroring something that we've grown on in our lives, right? It makes it, it, makes it authentic in, in that way. And so that growth process that you went through, what, like, do you want to share a little bit about what your inspiration was, where that was coming from? Like, what was that like for you? Sure. I'll share. It wasn't as much inspiring as I had the gift of desperation. I was in so much pain. Um, I found myself, well, I got married young and I did the best I could, you know, but I found myself with three children, no money, no self-respect, really just waking up every day hating on myself. And Um, It was a painful reality. I struggled in my marriage. I struggled. Yeah, I just struggled across the board. It was hard. Um, And so I was in pain enough to be willing to do anything. And I started my healing journey, which I'm going to describe it as a journey to love, right? My 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 healing was about coming to love myself and accept myself. And the more I did that, the more my life started blowing up. Mm-hmm. So, 
so that was my journey. Um, and I have to, I, I just want to say that that loving myself more was probably the bravest thing I did. Yeah, yeah. It's so true how, you know, so many women are looking to grow in areas of their lives. Like women will be looking to grow in their relationships, their marriage, their business with their children and so often the very first step in any of these process in any of these journeys is going to be loving ourselves yes because you know i didn't i didn't find that answer first that wasn't my first answer like mm-hmm. i remember my kids were young i was struggling as a parent as well i was stressed i was overwhelmed i didn't know how to yeah. connect with them so i took a parenting course And the parenting course gave exact instructions, like, this is how you deal with children. And it only served to make me more, like, I felt like a bigger failure. It got me more frustrated because I was like, wait, what do I have to do again? And am I doing it right? No, I'm doing it wrong. And I just felt even worse. But when I started really honoring myself and appreciating myself, I knew exactly how to parent. Nobody needed to teach me anymore. Mm-hmm. So for me, it wasn't the first step of my journey to accept and, and love myself. But when I finally did, everything else fell into place. Right, right. Exactly. I think that, that's an important point, that a lot of times we don't think to start there. We don't even start the process there. We try other things, and we try the how-tos and the tips and the all of that, and it, and then what we find, right, like you so beautifully expressed, is that that really is how to make everything else that you've learned or everything that you're looking to learn, that really is the foundation of it, right? That's really yeah. the core of all the real, like our real journey is going to be in that. That's definitely um, something that, that women really uh, I, I know I find in my work that's what allows the women to really move forward. It's first starting with ourselves. That's what was my journey as well. So I can definitely relate to that. And so, honey, once you opened up the conversation and you started realizing that other women could so relate to you and could so connect with your own journey and your own struggle, so then that brought you to the next stage of, opening up and, and creating this course, what would you say is, uh, is like, um, has been the biggest game changer for women in, in this type of work? What really makes a difference for them? Um, I think, you know, in my course, mm-hmm. the big aha moment happens in the second week of it mm-hmm. when we talk about letting go of the things that don't serve us, right? We, and, and the reason is because what we come to realize is the, the things we're doing that hurt us so much that don't work, we're not doing it to hurt ourselves. We're really doing it because under it all, we love ourselves. And it's the best way that we know to take care of ourselves. Yeah. So, you know, if I'm struggling in a relationship and I keep on – going to my my husband to like help me when when that's not an avenue that that has ever worked the reason i keep doing that is because it's the it's the best way i know it's the only way i know 
so when we come to accept that we really are trying to take care of ourselves and then we can let go of that way and get into the unknown to find a new way, um, that's a big game changer. Yeah, it's so true that, you know, our brains are so amazing how Hashem created us to protect ourselves. And so we go to the exact things that we've always gone to and the things that, that we know, but in the, when we can recognize that it's no longer serving us, that it's not actually helping us, that is how we can then start looking for something different, looking for something new. And um, it, it brings up that same word that you said before, right? That idea of, of being brave, of being able to go and try something new, do something different, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of us are, are stuck in this. Um, you know, when we are trying to get over something that we're struggling with, it's as if we're having this cycle where we're fighting ourselves again and again. Like, I should be better. We try to be better. We're kind of like trying to discipline ourselves. Like, you know, you shouldn't be this way. So we, bec- you know, we try this thing and then we're basically fighting with ourselves. So if we're going to win the fight, we're going to lose because you're, you're just fighting with you, you know. And if you're going to lose the fight, you're again losing. You're bound to lose when you fight with yourself. Right. So letting go is saying, you know, I, I'm really trying, I'm just trying to love myself here. So that acceptance allows us to find even better ways to love ourselves. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I really love that idea. And once women are able to do that, once they're able to accept themselves and love themselves and take those steps forward, what, what becomes possible? What have you seen becomes available to them? I don't even have words. Like so many miracles, right? I have seen so many miracles where women say, my life is different. I relate to people differently. My marriage is different. How I show up in my work is different. And women say, I don't even know what happened. And I'm like, I know what happened. You started doing something for yourself. Like the, the trajectory is not so clear, meaning it's not like do this, you know, talk to your husband this way. That's not the point. The point is you become a whole person. And then suddenly women are like, I don't know what happened. Well, what happened is, you became a different person. So everything changed, you know, like going back to when I was struggling, I remember talking to a friend and I was like, my marriage is not working. My business is not working. My parenting is not working. My, I'm just so miserable and depressed and I'm ashamed about the things that I said to this person, you know, and and I'm like thinking about, and she said, you know what, all these things have in common. They have one thing in common. And I was like, what do they have in common? You know, they're all different areas of my life. And she was like, the one thing they have in common is you. They're all connected to you. So, you know, I see this as if you look at the flower, you see the middle of the flower, and then you have all these petals, and each petal represents a different part in your life, but you're the stem. You, it's all coming from you. It's all connected to you. So when you change, everything changes without you having to work so hard on each individual area. Yes. Yes. And I think what's interesting, what I found in my journey and what I, I find rings true for a lot of women is that when those things aren't working, we do the opposite. We try to 
we try to change ourselves into who we think they want us to be. And that just doesn't work even more. And because the whole time, really what we, what is making everything off is when we're not loving ourselves, we're not being authentic in who we are. Right? Would you agree with that? Oh, I love that. That is such an important thing, right? We talk about change, but you don't need to change a thing, right? The change is to stop changing yourself, is to start being, like you said, authentically exactly. you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I think it, you got cut off for a second there. You said you don't need to change a thing? Yeah, you don't need to change a thing. The, 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 the piece here, the work here is to become more authentically you, as you said, right? We're coming more and more home to ourselves, to who we are, to who we always were. Mm-hmm. Like we give ourselves the permission to be who we are. Like who, you know, we can all ask ourselves the question, who would I be if I had full permission to be myself? If nothing stood in the way, who would I be? Mm-hmm. That's us. Yeah, that is such a powerful question. That is really amazing. If I have full permission to be me, who would I be? And yet, it's so interesting because for most of us, the, the one who's not giving us permission to be me is ourselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We stand in our way. We are afraid of being ourselves. We're afraid of letting ourselves be. So for me, I ask myself this question sometimes on a daily and sometimes more basis. I ask myself, who would I be, right? What would I be if I gave myself permission to be me? And I get a real sense of a new feeling, the actions that I need to take, right? If I am authentically me, if I give myself permission to be fully embodied as Khani, who is she? Who would she be in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. Everything becomes clear. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. And if you could just speak in for, you know, we want to say, we want to be relevant and yet general in today's uncertain times and today's stressful times that we're living through right now how does like this sounds like a very important tool this this is <laughs> what probably one of the best tools that can get us through the stress and the overwhelm in this time do you want to talk about for a minute how you use it specifically now yes yes i think that Self-care, you know, I know that self-care is an overused word, so I want to talk a little bit about what self-care means for me. I think self-care is so much more important now. And I've heard conversations, I mean, even within myself, right, the usual go-tos in self-care are not available right now. So so let's talk about what self-care really means, right? Self-care does not mean doing your nails or or that bubble bath. Self-care means taking care of the self. So who is that self, and what does she need right now? For me, it's been, you know, I've had times where I was like, I can't take this anymore. Like, I've been in my house for so long, and like, and I asked myself this question, right? Who would I be? What would I need? The self that I am, the real self that gives myself permission to be, what does she need? What 
here does she need? And, and, you know, it's not about, it's not about taking an action. Sometimes it's about how do I take care of my worries? What do I do with them so that I don't have to carry them because the person that I am does not want to carry that burden of worry or anxiety. I want to be here in the present. So how do I take care of my worries? How do I take care of my jealousy of my feelings of inferiority, right? If I had a difficult day with my kids, how do I, how do I deal with that within myself? How do I refresh myself? So questions of how do I take care of this person, of this self, the answer usually is not, you know, doing my nails. The answer is I can deal with my emotions. I can honor myself. And the other big self-care for me is the self that I am wants to be expressed, wants to live fully. Even when there are limitations to where I can go and what I can do, my self still wants to live fully expressed. So how do I take care of that? And for me, the answer has been, you know, I have all of these gifts and I want to use them. So I can still use them inside of my home, taking 15 minutes a day to write because writing is one of my gifts. You know, I can connect to people on the phone. I can still do that. So that's self-care. And I think that finding a way to care for the self that we are is so important. It starts with figuring, like allowing ourselves, giving ourselves permission to be that self and then asking ourselves, what do I need? You know, sometimes when we're having, like I have women say, I had had such a hard day. I couldn't really take care of myself. Having that hard day and honoring that hard day and being okay with having a hard day, giving ourselves permission to have a hard day, giving ourselves forgiveness for having a hard day, that's self-care. That's caring yeah. for the self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And what I, and I especially resonates with me what you're saying because so much of what I hear women struggling with today is at the end of the day looking back and saying, oh, I yelled at my kids today. Oh, I didn't like do tons of extra gardening or learning or oh, all I did was help the kids with school and housework or oh, I'm so tired and I wanted to be this upbeat. And it's like, there's so much beating up of ourselves. And when women can recognize it's okay, like, yes, we struggle and it's, we had a hard day and there's a lot on our shoulders and having that uh, that self-empathy for ourselves and knowing that we're not alone, it just, it, it's life-changing. It's going to change how you feel about yourself. It's going to change who you are the next day, and it's going to allow us to keep going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. It's a very, it's a very difficult struggle, you know, to look back at the end of the day and having worked so hard throughout the day to be dissatisfied with what we did you know, it's painful. Like I, I, I know because I used to, I used to go to sleep like really hating myself and being like, ah, oh, you know, I could have done this and I should have done that and I did this terribly. And I used to wake up feeling even worse because going to sleep with that and waking up and being like, now you know, we're back, we're back on the racetrack again. Yeah. And by really taking care of myself, forgiving myself, giving myself permission to be human. Um, all of these tools, all of these tools of how we honor the self, 
I was able to start being in the present moment. I do the best that I can in the present moment. Then I move on because there are so many moments in a day. I mean, we all know, right? There's so yeah. many things to do. Yes, so much. So much to do and, and so much that, you know, we can't even get it all done. So being able to let go of those shoulds on ourselves is so important. Like that permission that you mentioned is just, it's life-changing. Thank you for, for bringing that forward, Lisa, that like practical idea of what we can do with ourselves, how we can honor ourselves and how we can find that, 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 that self-care, even in the busyness. I mean, it sounds like this is something that that self-care that you can be doing as you're working, as you're busy, you can be giving yourself that self-care within your mind. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to take a half hour off. It's hard. It's hard to be taking space for ourselves. Um, but we can always, in our mind, we can create space. This is another thing that I noticed, which is when I feel like overwhelmed or surrounded or I, like I have no space, I can create that space that starts within me. I can take five minutes for myself and give myself permission to take really good care of myself. I can give myself a big internal hug. You know, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if I am dealing with the demons of, you know, you did wrong, I can say to myself, what are five things that I did amazingly? Or I ask myself, what is one piece of magic that happened today? And I usually find one piece that gave me so much joy, and that was wonderful. It could be just a moment, but we all have one moment in the day when we did really well, when we felt really good. So, mm -hmm. yes, yeah, celebrating your victories, celebrating what you have done is so impactful in how we feel about ourselves and how much we feel empowered to move forward. Oh, yeah. We build on that. Yeah. Amazing. So, honey, do you want to shift for a minute? This has been, this is so great. And talk a little bit about your new book. What's this new book that you just came out with? Ah, I'm so excited about my new book mm -hmm. because it gives women the map of how to take care of themselves in relationships. Um, the book is called The Boundary is You because you become the boundary. Mm -hmm. And the subtitle is The Land Method. I have a method called The Land Method which um, to creating relationship boundaries in relationships by loving yourself more. Mm -hmm. The Land Method is a method for creating boundaries because what I noticed with myself and with others is that when we need to create a boundary or take care of ourselves in a relationship, the reason under it all, right, the reason that we don't do it is because we value the connection so much, we don't want to disrupt that connection. We don't want to say, I don't like what you're doing, please respect me, because part of us wants any connection we're getting. Yeah. So taking that into account that we have a hard time, like, creating the relationships we need because we just want the relationship, so we'll take what we get. Um, I created the land method, which takes you to create boundaries by being the boundary within yourself mm -hmm. so that you don't have to push anyone away. You don't have to erect high fences and lock yourself into an ivory tower. You, by loving yourself, 
can be the boundary. So the land method stands for, L is for love, loving yourself. I teach you how to love yourself, and you can really, well, start loving and caring for yourself. The A is for authority, because you start owning the authority you have in your own life mm-hmm. um, and making good decisions on your own behalf and really taking good care of yourself. The N is for negotiation because as soon as we love ourselves and we have the authority over our own lives and we realize where we don't have the authority, right? We don't have the authority to change other people. Like, we just can't do that. But we can change ourselves. So the, the end is for negotiation. Like, how do I communicate my needs in a way that works? And finally, the D is for direction. Where do you want to go in your life? How do you want to take care of yourself? So when you have all that love, authority, negotiation, and direction, you have created a boundary where nobody can break that down, and you are still right next to the other person, loving and connecting to the other person. Wow, beautiful. Honey, this is such an important book, and it's such, it sounds like it's jam-packed with so much important information. It's so interesting how boundaries is something that is so important and so necessary in a relationship, and there's so little literature on it. There's so little actual information on how to actually go about setting that boundary. And it's almost like people just assume that we know what that means. And yet, the way you describe the struggle is so true. You know, that feeling of, if I set a boundary, I'm going to sacrifice the relationship. And yet, what happens is that by not setting the boundary, you do sacrifice the relationship because the relationship can't thrive without boundaries. Yeah. You're basically, you don't want to sacrifice the relationship and you're sacrificing yourself. So you're dying small little deaths inside of the relationship and the other person isn't connecting to you either. I mean, you're not there. Right, right, exactly. That is so true. And and being able to still, to to know how to set a boundary in a loving way, right, In, in a connecting way, really all does start with recognize like loving yourself and respecting yourself and then when you set the boundary you're not pushing the other person away you're just you're you're being somebody that can connect yeah exactly like I, I remember being young I was about 18 years old I was teaching and my uh, employer gave me this book on assertiveness how to be assertive and I was reading the book but I felt so broken inside of myself. I couldn't be assertive. I mean, I can, I could act, I could pretend for about five minutes, but right. inside of me, that assertion was missing. So with boundaries, it's the same way. Like I've heard people say, well, just say no, right? But it doesn't work that way. We don't want to say no because we don't feel that no inside of myself. But yeah. when we, when we start, when we start from a place of I really love myself and we practice that love, from that love, the no is not even a, you know, it's not an angry no. It's not an aggressive no. It's simply like, that won't work for me. No, you know, just no. So it becomes, it becomes natural for us to protect our boundaries when we start from a place of taking care of ourselves. Yes. Amazing. Wow. So how can women find this book? What is, 
where is it being sold or how can they find it? Well, the book can be found on uh, my website, which is HoneyRosengarten.com. Mm-hmm. It can be found on the book's website, which is TheBoundaryIsYou.com. Mm-hmm. And it can also be found on Amazon. Beautiful. Amazing. Amazing. And, Honey, just to take a second, I know you're offering a free gift uh, so generously to our listeners. Uh, if women want to make the time to talk with you, they can do so by going to your website. Do you want to uh, just talk about that for a minute? Yes, absolutely. I'm very excited about this because I'm offering a half-hour conversation with anyone who wants to connect. And I want to say that I'm excited about this because anyone who's reaching out and saying, I want to connect over these principles that we've just discussed, is someone who is brave enough to take the steps on her behalf to make her life better. Like, I don't take that lightly. And so anyone who's reaching out, I I look forward to um, talking to you and sharing in your bravery. The way to find me is on my website, www.hanirosengarten.com. There's a calendar there, and you can schedule your call. Amazing. Wow, honey, I love this this whole idea, your whole, you know, your work. and, And I really hear how that bravery piece is really that important first step that many women loving themselves, as just going back to what you said at the beginning, loving ourselves really is one of the bravest things that we can do. And yet look at all the good, like everything that we've talked about and more, right? All the good that really comes from taking that first step of self-love. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Honey, thank you so much for your time and all the expertise that you have shared with us today. It's really been quite a treat to to speak with you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been wonderful. My pleasure. And to all our listeners, I want to thank you for joining us today. Kola Kavod for taking time for yourself and your relationship to listen. And until tomorrow, may we all be blessed to live, love, and be loved with all our hearts. Shalom.